morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Tuesday, October 26th. Today on the show, what the heck is going on with Brian Harson and the Auburn Tigers? The Nashville Predators are back on the ice with some interesting and tricky personnel issues. But we begin with Zach Lyons of the Football and Other Efforts podcast from Broadway Sports Media talking about the evolution of the Tennessee Titans' expectations. Doing major work on your house is very expensive and it needs to be very thoughtful. This is why you need the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. My family uses the Kingston Group and you should too. That's it. That's all you need to know. Buildkg.com is the website. Talk to them if you are planning on doing anything with your home. Before you do anything with your home, check out the website, buildkg.com, the Kingston Group. Zach Lyons joining us here from Broadway Sports Media, of course, host of the Football and Other F-Words podcast with Mr. Lebowski out every single Tuesday. And, you know, when you guys put out your episode last week, you, it sounded like you guys were a little scared of what you were going to have to talk about, but it came off the heels of an extraordinary performance against the Buffalo Bills and a fantastic finish. Now you see the most dominant performance the Titans have put forth I, I, since I don't know when against an elite team, how have expectations, how have the vibes and the feelings changed for you over the last eight, 10 days? Well, well, for me personally, I mean, I was on your show a couple, probably at the beginning of the year. And I talked about how this team and this staff is all about Super Bowl expectations. And I get it. Expectations probably shifted for a lot of people over that Jets loss and, there's a lot of context to the Jets loss, but ultimately a good team lost to a bad team they shouldn't have lost to. However, that shouldn't change what you really think about this team. I totally understand why there's going to be a shift in expectations among the fan base, local media, and probably even the national media. And sure, a lot of places are probably going to focus on the Chiefs and Bills losing over the Titans winning, but that's what the markets and viewers dictate, right? I mean, what do they really want to hear about? Nobody really wants to talk about the Tennessee Titans. We, we all should just come to grips with that. But really, the Chiefs may not be the quality win on paper. It would have been the last two years currently. But it's still Chiefs offense that was top three in the NFL coming in against a defense with Greg Maven, who was signed off the street playing 100% of the defensive snaps. The Titans beat the brakes off of them. And they still don't have a fully healthy offense or defense. That was what was wild about this win. Not only is it one of the most dominant, convincing wins, but they did it in a way with people the way they wanted to. Next man up, play action passes, get the defense biting on Derrick Henry. It's a major win regardless of the feelings about what is going on in Chiefs kingdom currently. There's a lot more nuance to the Buffalo win and how it happened and the way Allen carved up that secondary and how the game ended, but there's no nuance to what happened against Kansas city. It was complete right. and utter, utter domination. And even in the Buffalo win. And I, and I said this going into that game, I thought if you're going to make it dirty and you want to try to run at this Tennessee Titans team, now that their defensive line is healthy, that's exactly what they want you to do. They, they want you to try to right. go down the middle, but then watching what they did, the defensive line to, to Patrick Mahomes, to me, tell me if I'm crazy. I think this defensive line, if they are healthy and productive and pressuring the quarterback, that is the unit that could cover up all the other issues. That's what makes them Super Bowl caliber good in terms of the defense. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. Right now, if you just take the defensive line and the outside linebackers, this team ranks second in total pressures generated by those positions and second in sacks generated by those positions alone. Among the NFL, 
we're talking about a team that is almost going to match its total season sack total from a year ago in the next game. Landry right now is second in sacks, second in total pressures, and Simmons is fourth in both. Again, sacks and total pressures for their position. But the the real key to this defense has been Danico Autry. I, I understand that those other two guys I just mentioned, Landry and Simmons, are playing out of their minds and tops at their position. But Danico Autry is that third guy they have to account for when you're these opposing offenses. And the whole thing has been amazing to see unfold because Danico Autry right now ranks 10th in the NFL among qualified defenders at his position in total pressures and tied for 11th in sacks. That's with Landry and Simmons at their position. You're talking about three top 10 players on the defensive line. And Bud Dupree, these last two games, when he's been in and he's been on a little bit of a snap count, when he's been in, he's starting to make plays. And you're starting to see what the Titans paid for with him. This defensive line slash outside linebacker group can mask those defensive back issues because you would think that Patrick Mahomes would be targeting Greg Maben all day long. He just didn't have time. And I don't know what was going on downfield because I wasn't at the game and I don't have the all 22 up yet. But Mahomes was looking for plays all the way downfield and couldn't get any, and he had pressure in his face. It was the perfect combination. And this defensive line, this defense does not have to be top 10 to be good or to win a Super Bowl, but it is a Super Bowl caliber defense to when it matters. And that is the important thing to look at here. It's just how good those outside linebackers and defensive linemen are. What do you guys got coming up on the football and other F words podcast on Tuesday? So we're going to be diving in a lot more, just of more of the stats, just really talking about the performance of yesterday. I mean, it was a better not have pants on at the end of the thing kind of performance. I mean, it was just awesome. There's things that we need to talk about. We need to talk about Shane Bowen. We need to talk about Todd Downing, their growth. Todd Downing has now orchestrated starting from the end of the Buffalo Bills, second half of the Buffalo Bill game to the end of the first half of this game, 11 consecutive scoring drives. He's now found his rhythm. So we, we got to talk about that. We got to start a dialogue about how everybody was, you know, ready to trash him. And here they are coaching out of their minds. There you have it. Every single Tuesday from Broadway Sports Media, the football and other efforts podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. Zach Lyons, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. After splitting over the weekend, the Nashville Predators are 2-4 and four and back on the ice Tuesday evening against the San Jose Sharks puck drop at 7.30. But there was more than just a 5-2 to two win over Minnesota on Sunday. Ellie Tolvanen took a pretty nasty hit to the head and could be out for a period of time. We're not really sure. Of course, it's hockey. We don't know about injuries. But as as a guy who looked like he had developed into a player that was going to thrive this season and flourish in his sort of first 82 full game season in the NHL, he's an offensive weapon this team cannot afford to lose for any extended period of time. So it's going to be something to keep an eye on his progression, uh, especially if it's a head injury, always super scary. But he's a talented piece part of this let the kids play strategy that he looked like the best of all of them and you just can't afford to lose a piece like that on a team that cannot score goals Connor Ingram of course in net a development there he he's just a second goaltender in Nashville Predators history to get a win in their debut Pecorine of course was the other and and if he can provide them with some stability behind UC Soros asking the little guy to carry the entire team he, he's probably capable of doing it but having a backup who you trust a lot more like they had when they had Pekka and UC, because Connor Ingram was a pretty high-level prospect for this team and very well thought of in the organization. 
having a guy like that develop is, is going to be absolutely critical, too. That could be an added bonus to this team. Additionally, after a couple of power play goals on Sunday, the Nashville Predators now have a top 10 power play unit in the NHL. They're ninth at 28%, but they are second in the NHL with six power play goals. For a team that struggles to score goals, having a dynamic and productive power play could go a long way in helping this team win games night in and night out. Otherwise, 2-4, and four, not exactly the way we want to see things get started, but a win against San Jose on Tuesday night to move to 3-4 and four would actually make the start of the season feel a lot different if they can put together back-to-back wins. Again, puck drop 7-30 against the Sharks at Bridgestone Arena. So there are some rumors about Brian Harson's vaccination status. The reason this is a story, of course, is that Auburn University has a vaccine mandate, and Brian Harson will not discuss any of his own decisions on the vaccine, whether or not he's got it or not. We know he had COVID early in the year, and it cost him some time during fall camp on the practice field. And I, listen, I'm not here to preach to people whether they, they should or should not get a vaccine. I certainly have my own opinion about that. However, if you're making a very important, critical, personal decision that could either cost you your employment status at at the university or violates the rules of your employment and or maybe the laws, since since vaccine mandates are incredibly legal, I understand he may believe in something or, or have something he wants to stand for in his own personal decision. We just saw this at Washington State when Nick Rolovich was fired. But if you're taking a stand for something, It doesn't count if you don't tell us what it is or why it's happening. Brian Harson refuses to answer questions. Nick Rolovich acted like a small, petulant child the entire season and would not answer the question, why? Again, this goes back to Colin Kaepernick, and I hate to bring that up, but what was the common refrain around Colin Kaepernick? Well, he just wants attention for himself. He's not actually explaining what he's doing or what the problem is. Well, it turns out he actually did. He went out and did a ton of work in the communities to try to address the problems he was taking a stand for. If you do not say what you're taking a stand for or why you believe in something, then you're just soft. You, you, you got to have the stones to tell people, in particular, whether you like it or not, if you are one of the highest paid employees in the state at a state university where the fans, in theory, pay your salary. And those choices, whether you like it or not, affect people. And so you kind of have to explain what you're doing. If you don't want the vaccine and you believe in something and you want to take a stand for it, this is America. Go for it. But you have to have the stones to tell us why. Otherwise, you just come off as a petulant adolescent child who doesn't have the confidence or the wherewithal to stand up for what he actually believes in. As you know, the 440 brought to you, of course, by the Kingston Group, our great friends who are award-winning, locally owned, and have been doing business in Nashville for over a decade because they're great at what they do. That's it. They're, they're like a Titans defensive line performance against the league MVP. Check out the website, buildkg.com. The Kingston Group, trust your home with nobody else. The Kingston Group are the people you need to talk to. Thanks for hanging out with us, of course. Please rate, review, subscribe, share the show. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. This has been the 444, Tuesday, October 26th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.